This is Monday Morning Meditations number 118 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. The longest journey a man travels in his life is from his head to his heart. Good morning, Rising Man family. It's your host and the creator of the show, Jetty Azuma here, checking in, feeling good, feeling grateful for my team today. Shout out to Sean Offenbach, who's in town helping me out with this episode like he does each and every week. But you may notice that there's a difference in my voice. We got some new gear that he hooked up over here. It's looking great, sounding great. So thank you, man. Honored to have team and honored to have men in my life who support me in all different kinds of ways, way beyond microphones and podcast episodes, but really men who have my back, men whose backs that I have, men who I would go to bat for under any circumstances, under any conditions. Do you have men like that in your life? The whole reason that Rising Man emerged in my life is because I found that. I found men like that in my life. And then I found out how unique it was for me to have those kinds of relationships. And I thought to myself, no, no, every man gets to have this. Every man gets to have something like this. So that's what we're doing here. We talk about initiation. We talk about leadership. We talk about becoming the man that you always knew you could be, the man you always wanted to be. Well, this is where we begin. This is where we start. And if you have only been listening to the podcast I encourage you to find a way, find that next step for you on your journey. We got a lot of opportunities within Rising Man, but whatever it looks like, it might even be a new job, a new career, a new adventure in your life, something that's going to challenge you and reveal something about yourself. Life's all about those opportunities to challenge ourselves, to stretch ourselves, to do something different. So, If it's not traveling all the way around the world, and if it does have something to do with being connected to a men's team or other men who are doing this type of work, go to risingman.org and see the different possibilities there are for you to become a bigger part of our community today. And without further ado, the topic for today's Monday morning meditation is man's journey from his head to his heart. They say that the longest journey that any man travels is from his head to his heart. Now, I'm not sure where I first heard this, and I know it's something that a lot of people have said over the years, but what does that actually mean? What does it actually look like to go from being head-oriented to heart-oriented? First thing we got to do is we got to look at how we got this way in the first place. Somewhere back in our history, Men in our legacy, men in our patriarchal bloodlines learned that expressing and sharing emotion was dangerous, it was weak, it was inappropriate, it made you more of a feminine man, a feminized man, it made you a bitch, it made you a pussy, it made you any of these other things. And over time, that message got reinforced to the point where a whole generation, many generations of men stuffed feelings and emotions down. Now, it doesn't matter what kind of man you are, there's no way to escape emotion. It just has to find a different place to go. 
And we have seen the evidence of what unresolved emotions can produce in our society. We've got men who are committing suicide at astronomical rates. We have men who are committing atrocious crimes against women, crimes against society, school shootings, all of them happening because we haven't learned how to express emotions. This is essential. This is essential for our evolution as a society, as humanity, is to learn how to move from living in our heads to experiencing what our heart wants to, instead of shutting off the connection between the two. So in my opinion, being head or mind oriented means that I'm constantly trying to figure things out. I'm constantly trying to use my logic to rationalize the situation, to find my way from problem to solution. And as we know, the heart doesn't operate the same way that the head does. Your heart will make you feel things. It will cause your brain to release chemicals unconsciously because you feel something, because something you witnessed, something you heard, something you sensed, smelled, tasted, touched, made you feel a certain way. But if you're blocking off those feelings by using your mental ability to redirect your focus and attention, then those emotions are never being allowed to be expressed. That heart is being denied. And it comes at a great cost, not just to us personally, not just to the way we feel inside as men when we can't express our emotions and how we genuinely, authentically feel, but to the people around us. Think about your family. Think about the people that you love who don't actually know who you are because you haven't opened your heart and shown them. Think about the people that you serve in the world. Think about the people that you encounter on a day-to-day -day basis for small brief increments of time who don't actually know what moves you, what makes you feel, how you feel about your life, about the world, about the state of the economy, whatever it is. The result is that we are walking around, crossing paths with each other, whether we're closely connected or not, putting off an inauthentic expression of how we feel. And because every human has excellent bullshit radar, you know when somebody's bringing their full self. You know it. I know it. You know it. The guy working at the bodega around the corner knows it. They don't have to know you intimately to know when you're being genuine or not. And so when you sense that somebody's not being genuine, when you can feel that, hmm, something's going on for this guy that he's not actually expressing, it makes me lean back. It breaks trust because I can sense with my body that there's more going on here than you're letting on to. But you're not letting me in. You're telling me a different story. You're telling me everything's good when I can clearly see in your eyes and feel from your body that it's not. So why not just present that? Why not take a risk and imagine a reality where you express what you're feeling and somebody else is capable of catching that, of holding that, of supporting you while you express yourself? I know because I lived most of my life with the idea that it wasn't safe for me to express my emotions. I had an eruption of rage and anger when I was 16 years old that I allowed to come through me because that's what felt organic and natural. And everyone around me, my mom, my dad, my best friend, my girlfriend, everyone reflected back to me that that was scary, that it was dangerous, that they didn't know what to do with it. So, of course, that reinforced for me that, nope, I'm going to turn that dial off and I'm never going to come back to that channel because that hurts people around me. 
But what I didn't know and what I didn't have at that time was somebody to tell me that if I just continuously pressed and shrunk wrapped those emotions inside of my body, that at some point I would run out of room. At some point, all of that real estate that my unexpressed emotions were occupying was keeping me from taking my great ideas I had and my visions and thoughts and letting my heart channel them into the world. Because those are the kind of leaders that really make an impact. People who are genuinely expressing how they feel. The leaders who aren't afraid to show emotion, whether it's joy and exhilaration or fear and disgust, whatever that emotion is, when you feel it genuinely from somebody, you trust them. So if I'm operating in the world purely from my logic, looking around for ways that I can manipulate and maneuver my way into situations without having to feel this, then I'm missing an opportunity to really influence people around me. And not only that, it starts to rip me apart from the inside. And I know that there's men right now, I know you right now, you're watching this, you're hearing this message and you're feeling that inside. Like, damn, I've been that guy. I've been that guy who's been living up in my head, overanalyzing, trying to manipulate and maneuver my way around uncomfortable situations instead of just admitting to myself and others that it's uncomfortable, that it hurts that I doubt myself, that I'm afraid, that I'm happy, that I'm giddy, that I'm silly. Whatever the emotion is, doesn't always have to be bad. But compressing that down and trying to package it and compartmentalize it, it's only going to lead you to running out of room. This body is not a bottomless pit to stuff our emotions down into. We run out of space. Those things need to be expressed, they need to be felt, they need to be worked through so that we can really move from here down to here. And I don't know about you, but my belief is that the only future we can count on, that we can anticipate, that we can build towards together, the only future that actually exists is one in which all of our leaders, all of our people, can connect these big brains to this massive heart that we have too. So what's the work that you have to do, bro? What's the work that you need to do to get out of this mental, elaborate, logical web of stories you're telling yourself to feel what's going on inside? Maybe you need to find a space where it's safe to do that. Maybe you need to witness another man expressing himself honestly, authentically, something you can relate to, to feel the courage to go there. Maybe you just need to take that leap and prove to yourself that you're not going to die. You're not going to be kicked out of the tribe. You're not going to be unlovable for the rest of your life if you share what's genuine and what you're feeling in your heart. But either way, whether you started that journey or not, you got to keep walking from here all the way down to here. So do your work. Find spaces where you can lean in, where you can express yourself. Express and feel your emotions with confidence and take ownership of them. There's no need to hide them. We are emotional beings. We all feel the same things. In fact, that's where empathy comes from, is our ability to recognize fear, to recognize joy, to recognize absolute disaster in another person, the way that they look and the way that they feel and to resonate with it. 
It comes from being able to share that experience, from having had an experience like that that produced that feeling somewhere in our history, somewhere in our past. You can only relate to pain by having gone through pain yourself. I can only relate to joy by experiencing joy myself. And that's what bridges connections. That's what brings us together. So I challenge you to keep finding ways that you can allow yourself to feel more, to express what you're feeling more in a space in which you feel safe. Maybe you need to find a men's circle. Maybe you need to entrust your emotions to that one person in the world that you really believe can hold it for you and hold it with you. Whatever that is, though, take that risk. Take that leap. Maybe you're somebody who shares a lot, but what is the thing that you're not sharing? What is that part of you that you're compartmentalizing, hoping that you'll get to on a rainy day or somewhere down the road? And share that. Prove to yourself that it's not the end of the world. All right? And then come back here and tell me how it was. Write us a comment and let us know what you think about these videos that we're dropping here on the YouTube channel. For everything Rising Man related, please go to risingman.org. Find a way to get more involved in the Rising Man movement. And please share these videos and share our message with your community so we can keep this movement moving. You dig? Catch you next week. There you have it, fam. Another Monday morning meditation in the books. Another opportunity for you to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the rising man movement. Please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to us. And please, please, please share this episode with your community, with another man in your life, at least one, at least one man. I've heard so many amazing stories of men who were turned on to this podcast by a friend of theirs, a brother, a woman that they were dating, all different types of connections and I'm grateful for those. You never know when sharing this with someone is going to make a difference in their life. Thank you for that. Shout out to my Rising Man Power team, Sean, Mark, Julian, Rowan, and Ryan. Holding it down heavy, fellas. Thank you. Thank you so much. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.